electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Cantonier with Jim Cramer and David Faber. Week starting off with some optimism on lower yields, hopes for a slowdown in hikes, uh, decent corporate results so far, speaking of which, 150 more just this week. Uh, That's nearly half the S&P market cap. Our roadmap begins with a tale of two markets. U.S. stocks look to build on the best week since June, but Hong Kong suffering the worst single-day rout since 08 as China's Xi tightens his grip on power. Plus, uh, Tesla shares having a bit of trouble. They are lower ahead of the open. This after the company is cutting car prices in the all-important Chinese market. And we've got a downgrade of Meta. Bank of America saying there's likely greater ad spending pressure ahead. Also an interesting letter from Brad Gerstner of Altimeter. Maybe more interesting than the downgrade. We'll get to both. Let's start with the markets uh, set to open higher and the effect that uh, President Xi's uh, Congress is having this morning on Chinese tech. Jim, I'm not sure I understand what, what the concern is in Asia today. Well, look, I think it's a good point because I, anybody who thought that, that she wasn't solidifying power uh, in the end ever since we went very uh, belligerent on Taiwan and what we're doing with the chips, I think you're just out of it. I did think that the escort scene from, um, was Jintao being taken out didn't, of the, uh, of the well, didn't proceedings. Did you regard that as being somewhat dramatic? Yes. And for show, meaning, okay, yes. solidified. One day so, they're going to come to you, Jim. Thank you very much for that. It's time. I appreciate that. I'm going to exit. Like, like, like yeah. Abe Vigoda. No, no, no. God, come on. It was like Abe Vigoda. Come on. Was like no, no, Vigoda. you really got to go. Uh, all right, I'll go. I'll go. We have an empty share. We'll do it that. Was, it was very dramatic. But, but what's happened yeah. is, is that any, there are people who come on our air, and no matter what, they recommend Chinese stocks. And they'll be back. They'll be like, you know what? This is the opportunity to buy China. And it's been like so wrong for so long. I'm just going to do it. This is it. I think Pinduo Duo and Billy Billy, it's time. There. What, I, just do, I just did what fund managers come on, have the guts to come on our network and say, and lose people fortunes. Yeah, I mean. And they love it. They love it. Excuse me, David. Did you know that e-commerce in China is better than ever? Well, it's Alibaba, a communist country. Alibaba shares, it's time. which in many ways have been the bellwether, certainly the most well-known yeah. name that trades here in the U.S. Can remember the IPO? It's many years ago at this uh, point. That was Jack different. Ma. That was different, different time, time, right? Different yeah, time. They were they were going toward capitalism. Then. Um, See, now they're going for hardcore. And I mean, communism. to look at a decline like that for Alibaba, simply on as your uh, to your point, Jim, something that was more or less known. Right. But perhaps it's the way that he replaced, you know, he's got loyalists in every single position now, right. um, replacing people. Perhaps it was just e- that the, 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 it's Hope. even more drastic per- than right. had been uh, thought. But people just think, well, look, if the numbers are good. It's like, Carl, they had some sort of economic growth number. I trust none of their numbers. I mean, would I trust anything Mal said? We're pre-ping-pong diplomacy. But the fund managers will still have the guts to come on our network and say things that it's really time. Yeah. 
Of course, it's uh, not affecting our ability to at least start a rally for the week. Jim, you got Stiefel uh, saying peak inflation. Goldman, we're not on the cusp of a recession. Morgan Stanley, tactical rally continues. Uh, the research is so out of whack with the stocks, it's amazing, because there's just nothing but downgrades, price target cuts. So those who are interested in trading understand that you're getting the gift of a lifetime, because many of the stocks, I, actually there wasn't a stock that I read this morning that was other than ATT. Uh, was bought almost every oh we work hmm what about we work well, it, it was upgraded oh. uh, service now out of guggenheim yeah but no no substance to it just like Premier okay asset. yeah sure. the federal government contracts really that was just a a call that you know what we can start buying these old stocks again there was nothing new as much as i respect bill mcdermott there was nothing in there so we, we've got a very odd situation where uh companies themselves the analysts don't like them but the top of the, I mean, Mike Wilson's piece, he was back to, I've, I've seen fire, I've seen ice. I mean, he's really incredible, the fire and straw coalition. Who was that? That was Nixon. So uh, Wilson is, again, behind a lot of this. And then you've got. That was Costin. last week. That was early last well, he week. Went, when he, he came out with that piece. Short term bullish. And by the way, already he's been proved correct so well, he far. Says we that in the, he says that in the first we're up, sentence. We were up 4.7%. You read that? He says, I'm right, I've been right, and I'm going to remain right. You see, because I'm right. There. I'm right. I actually like the guy because he comes on every other second. Uh, but I would say, like some other people, but I would say he's, been, he's dead right. I mean, we're at that phase that it's good. But then, remember, we're supposed to have bad earnings and go down. Well, yeah. And where's that? I don't know. Uh, by the way, uh, we've got 101 S&P companies mm-hmm. reported so far. 47 are beating on the top and the bottom line. This point, the prior quarter, it was only 44%. Yeah, I think he's going to end up seeing it. He, he's seen spot. I think it's going to be he's seen fire right. and he's seen rain. But, this is going to be an important week when, we get, when we get JT joke. Did you not even get my JT no, joke? I, I was moving on. Do you know that someone, I, I did a book, I, I was, a bottle signing at Binney's. Everyone is convinced you, that you just hate me. Really? Everybody. It's like, oh, you, how much does he really hate you? No, that's what people ask you? Yeah, I know. That's terrible. And they, you know what they say, is, Carl? He seems to make calls every time you're talking. And he hasn't heard a word you said. That's so rude. I didn't hear what you were saying there because I was going to make the point that this week we have Microsoft, we have Alphabet, we have Meta, we've got them all. We've got Amazon. Yeah. Um, and there they are. You know, uh, a single, and, and listen, a single positive piece of research. No, and we're going to talk a lot more about Meta uh, momentarily, but we're going to get a lot of commentary along with that. I'll be curious to see what the various CEOs of these companies have to say. Yeah. We've already heard from, obviously, the chairman of Amazon, uh, one Mr. Bezos, yes. saying, hey, batten down the hatches. Batten down the hatches, thank you. Um, so, you know, I'll be curious to, but, yeah, to see the, what are your fu- thoughts as we head into this, Jim? The futures are moving everything. Uh, I think that if you get a pause, I don't think that Jay Powell want, wants to elect the Republicans. And the best way to, if you want to elect the Republicans, just say, look, we got to keep tightening and tightening because the Democrats are worried about the economy. I think that's not Powell's style. I think he's learned. I think he doesn't want to be part of the election. It's November 2nd. It's an unfortunate time. So he does, does uh, 75 and then says, I want everyone to have a good holiday season. That's what he thinks. Okay. Like Somewhat that? similar to what we heard last week then in terms of maybe they take their foot off the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I think. And we're in quiet period for them. Thank heavens. Uh, yeah, and buybacks are resuming. I heard you just talking about a peaking dollar. I think the dollar could be peaking here. That's why the Bank of, Bank of Japan, interesting. If the dollar peaks, then you're going to see so many stocks rally. Because the reason why 
last week. So many stocks got hurt. And you take a look at McDonald's reports this week. If you get a peek in the dollar, McDonald's raises numbers. I mean, David, the dollar has been so strong, it's wrecked almost all our internationals. It has. On translation. Always, on translation. Do you, I always do wonder how much the market already takes that into account. It, it's never felt as though it, it is penalized as much as the actual underlying earnings are hit by a higher dollar. I think that anybody that's competitive that loses business to the dollar, like Caterpillar, which I really like, that, that's one. But, yes, if you're looking at the drug translation, I mean, look at Merck. That is huge international. That stock's been one of the greatest performers of this, this year. This year. It's had a very good it's year. Amazing. I mean, and you nailed that at $80. You said that it had some things going. Yeah, I was more focused on, you know, on their antiviral, Molnupiravir. But it but also it And Keytruda, listen, they've, they've had a very Keytruda's good year. Borky. Now, Merck, to be fair, did not have a good year last year in the stock market. No, but this is the kind of stock that's rallying because people think we're going to recession, but not a bad one. The dollar's going to... Uh, dude, Dollar's going to peak. Right. Uh, fire and rain's going to win. He has to change that because ice is bad. Rain kind of hopeful. Costin talking about the defenses. The top-down guys love it here. But the individual analysts, I mean, the attack on American Express, it's just a, it's an attack. It's not just a downgrade. It's like, you, know, you have to go, David. Now that you, you're starting to get situations where we're, we're getting, there's all new, all new groups that are like the Evans Lab. Have you seen some of these well, news? Well, actually, we had Evidence Lab on Disney today. I like that. See, there you go. I thought the Evidence Lab on Disney was really positive. So you like the Evidence Lab when they agree with you, and you don't <laughs> like them when they disagree. Oh, with you. absolutely. When they disagree with me, they, can't you listen? They're, they're just they basing it on the evidence. They're going around with their with their <laughs> magnifying glasses. You're not going to get. Like, hmm. It's ever it's evidential. Uh, but yes, they were very positive on Disney. They are making some comments about. It's very possible that the balance sheet could be fixed there. Um, but you know, don't you like Where, that? at Disney? Yeah, because the Evidence Lab. Yeah, what do they have on what they're going to have to pay for Hulu uh, in 2024? They didn't get, they didn't get to so that. They didn't get to that? Yeah, they said yeah. solid end of the year, yeah. U.S. parks strong, ad trends choppy. But look, you can take it to the bank. Because it's Evidence. Because it's Evidence Lab. <laughs> you, you laugh. You laugh. You know, evidence Lab's like CSI. Uh, that Evidence they, Lab, I'll, I'll always laugh great at market. that. It, it never stops good. making me laugh. Well, also, the diagonal, like, stamp, the stamp. graphic. The stamp, stamp is, is the so, greatest. Oh, my God. Stamp is the greatest thing they've ever yeah, come up like with. Yeah, it's like top secret, except for you research. got it. The Evidence Lab stamp. I just, I love their Disney call. I think Disney's actually got a shot here. <laughs> the ESPN, the bundle. <laughs> the bundle. The bundle. I'm so sick of bundles. Oh, there it is. I got my own copy of the Evidence Lab it's a good now. One. I had um, to give you that. Meantime, guys, Tesla's uh, in the news, extending the October slump, as you know. Company cutting Model 3 and Y prices in China by up to 9% amid signs of softening demand in that country. Stocks down more than 20% this month compared with a gain uh, for the S&P. Also an impairment loss, Jim, on uh, Bitcoin investment. Yeah. Not as big as some prior ones. I actually think Bitcoin can rally here. I think, it, yeah, I think some speculative juices come back. Uh, you know, Musk, this is interesting. He warned in March, but then they did report their quarter. Now, David, do you not think that this would have been relevant when they reported their quarter to know? What, that they were going to lower prices well, in China? Well, China's weak. Yeah. Relevant? relevant? Yeah, it's relevant. Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. I but, I mean, didn't we kind of know that? Yeah, well, look, he can do no wrong, so why are we even spending a second on it? I mean, can do no wrong. He's going to have an interesting week because by the end of the week, pro-Russian, uh, he's most likely going to he's going to be the owner of Twitter. So what do you think? Parag stays as kind of like maybe no, executive Parag chairman. Parag doesn't stay. Ned Siegel, CFO? Nobody stays. How about Ned Siegel? Nobody. What is it like? Is it enough? He's, 
Every, yeah, every everybody uh, goes. Are dead or alive must e- do their part. Everybody goes to Twitter. Bo Jest over everybody. there. Huh? By the way, we'll get to Meta. I mean, you know, if you listen That's to Brad Gerstner, you can fire up most of the people anyway and wow. still do better. This, so uh, the at most of these companies. Exploration of Twitter's debt obligations. If this happens, means you're going to have to cut some people. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, simple math. Uh, they got a very big interest cost when you put on 13 billion in, in additional debt to All take right. the company private. You're rich guy. Well, yeah, the good news for the creditors is there's $31 billion in equity ahead of you. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, by the way, everyone hates the semiconductors and Under Armour more downgrades. Yep, we're going to get to some of the calls today. As Jim said, there's FedEx, there's uh, oh. Meta, oh. there's T, there's Williams-Sonoma. We'll talk about uh, the B of A downgrade of Meta and also who's reporting this week, including Apple, uh, Google, Microsoft, GE, Coke, Visa, Exxon, when we come back. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Meta is moving lower in the pre-market ahead of earnings out Wednesday. B of A does cut to neutral today from buy uh, 150 targets as it expects advertiser budget cuts next year to weigh on sentiment. And then we mentioned Altimeter's chief uh, Brad Gerstner saying in this open letter uh, to the company that Meta has too many employees moving too slowly to retain the confidence of investors. David? Yeah, I spoke to uh, Brad Gerstner, uh, you know, a fairly well-known name, sometime guest as well on the network. Um, he says, listen, we've lived in this moment of, uh, you know, we're at the end of zero rates. Uh, and obviously that zero rate environment that we've talked to and lived in for so long uh, has uh, allowed for excess spending and excess hiring. And times have changed. Um, he said he's had some conversations with Mark and the company uh, and believes, you know, that companies such as Meta are having these conversations as well uh, at the board level in terms of making decisions that would result in significant potential cost cuts. His basic point or contention is that um, that the company can do even more with less. Reduce your headcount by 20 percent. Reduce capex. Look at that number. At least five billion, uh, and you know, limit the investments as well to no more than five billion. He says there's an incremental 20 billion in cash flow there. From what he told me is just a little course correction that could generate, in his opinion, an incremental. 20 billion in free cash flow. Also said, uh, listen, Mark and I share a lot of perspectives because, of course, one question is, you know, Zuckerberg has complete control, remember, voting control here. So we all know that he can do whatever he wants, but sometimes you can be in opposition to him. He says that's not the case. And in fact, somebody, I wouldn't call this an activist letter in any way, but you can be helpful sometimes to a, a CEO if you come out and you're an influential investor, as Gerstner is, in terms of allowing them to accomplish some of their agenda by giving them sort of some runway when they have support of their holders. So maybe it's more that than, than, the, uh, than the opposite. It said, I don't feel like I'm in opposition to Mark. 
Uh, in fact, uh, Mark and I share a lot of the same perspectives uh, going on to tell me Meta is a bellwether and it can set an example, Jim, for other companies, again, that are coming out of the zero rate environment where it just was fine to endlessly hire and endlessly spend. Well, look, I, I've been saying that the place that's the most weak in the country where the most layoffs are going to be is Silicon Valley. They do have too many people. You have. Lot. You've been saying yeah, it all I mean, along. A lot of these places have, you ever see they have giant New York offices? They don't need them. Yep. By the way, I don't even know if they need offices with, the, with work from home. That's it. You can work from home for, face, for fa- the Facebook portion. I also think, well, by the way, that is not Well, home, though, you're not going to be, I don't think you're going to be as productive, are you? Well, that's Haven't we learned that in year two of the pandemic? Well, that productivity you know, starts to that, really decline. I, mean, I, I say it because it's true. I, 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 I there's believe a lot there's of people data. who will disagree, but no, there's the numbers are the numbers. There's data that they're playing Call of Duty on Friday. Yeah. Just, let's just use that. So, the new Call of Duty looks so real. Getting them into an office actually can be beneficial, but your well, point is simply what? That there should be? Do you agree people. with them? No, there's just too many. They hired and they hired and they hired and, you know, they tried to hire people who were going to be hired at other places. Now they're going to do layoffs. And the layoffs, you want all the engineers, there'll be a lot of engineers. And so I think that that's where the real weakness, although California is very strong, I just think that if you want to know where they have to start firing, it's tech companies, especially, by the way, there's a lot of tech companies that were just created, and a lot of them won't exist in two years. It's very much like 2000. As for the B of A note, uh, they do say time spent on Facebook and Instagram basically flat to down year on year. Now, I think it's, I think they're going to disagree with that. The problem is they can't get enough postings. Reels is taking share but uh, from TikTok, but it doesn't make much money. And Meta, I've got to tell you, it's not on the web yet. When it's on the web, I think it's going to surprise people. So uh, my travel uh, trust owns it. It's I sells, know. You see the cash flow, what it sells at versus the other ones? No, in they, terms of they come, uh, B of A comes after your Reels um, well, they're bullishness. Wrong. They're wrong. Okay. And the metaverse spending. Lack, well, apparent lack of progress. Well, no, I mean, it's got to go on the web. That's what it has to go on the web. You have to what does do that it. mean? It's got to go on well, the web. Well, it'll be easier. What? You know, you, you can, you'll see. It's got to, there's another way to do it other than having. Oh, this, not having to put goggles yes, on. That's yes. years away, oh, but, isn't it? Many maybe not away. that. Yeah, it could be not that far away. But, but listen, you got 14 times 2023 cash, free cash flow. Uh, although we get it as 15. Google's at 16 times. Apple's at 21 times. So you could argue on a free cash flow basis it's not expensive. Yeah, oh, well, listen, Gerstner taught, says your P.E. ratio has fallen from 23 to 12. You well, now trade at less than half the average P.E. of your peers. Well, well, goes on to say that so he fire thinks, everybody? No, when it comes to AI, in fact, they think that, you know, most companies will struggle to monetize it. Meta is incredibly well positioned to leverage AI to make all of its existing They are. Products. I mean, WhatsApp worth? What is, what, what is WhatsApp worth? I don't know what WhatsApp is worth. I know what they I, paid I, for it. I don't know what it's look, worth. Look, it's a de-risk stock. It's obviously the most despised stock. Uh, I think that Mark has been, you know, he came on Mad Bunny uh, to show I happen to like the product. He went on Joe Rogan, David, vaccine. Who Zuckerberg did. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Joe's. No. Different. What's your point, though? My point is, is that who, his stock is, is very low. Let's say it drops another 20 points. And then you get the benefit of whatever the heck he's doing with Meta. But I, I, with, I personally would like to advertise in the Meta more. A person would. You know, under 21, can't come in. Um, developing an ad for it. And I just think that I won't be alone. I think you want to be in that mall. And I think the people don't realize that the mall's real. 
I mean, now, Mark himself is just not helping his cause, obviously. An estimated $100 billion plus investment in an unknown future is a supersized and terrifying, even by Silicon terrifying. Valley standards. Terrifying. Okay, that's terrifying. I didn't know that. I See, I thought like a dirty bomb in Heath was terrifying. I'm going to put it in perspective. And it's always good Look, you do. You know, I think that Meta draws too much attention. It's no longer as much of a factor as Amazon or Apple. We haven't talked to Apple. It's a good thing we don't talk about Meta very much. By the way, can I just say five or six minutes? Can I just say that that of the of the quarters we've had so far, Netflix is the one that's most impressive. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and uh, and the rest of Fang is on the way, as we said. We'll get uh, Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. uh, Set up what the rest of the week's going to look like. Not a lot of data today, although we'll get some flash PMIs in about 20. Don't go anywhere. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Take a look at futures here off of the morning highs, but getting set for a very busy week, as we said, 150 S&P earnings in just the next five sessions watching uh, oil and perhaps some developments in the UK. We might have uh, Rishi Sunak on course to become the next prime minister. Opening bell is a few moments away. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. All right, two and a half minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange to open the week. Of course, Schlumberger, no, soon to have... No, <laughs> no, it's not Schlumberger. Sorry, what is it now? SLB. SLB, yep, and yes. That's to signify they're more of a, they're a kind of a targets to be able to have be net zero. And they're very pro-environment, which they always... Driving the future of energy. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. And what made me think about and it is because are, of an yes. unbelievable um, special that you did with Exxon. It underscores the company's vision for a decarbonized energy future but, and its transformation from the world's largest oil field services company to a global technology company focused on driving energy innovation. Yeah, well, APA did that. SLB. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so the question is, David, because you did a lot of work with Exxon. Yes, I did. If it became XOM, would we therefore think that it's better? <laughs> no. Well, okay. I always like this as slob. Well, they kept that. Um, Schlumberger, we lost that. Yeah, the part of it is, you know, nobody's ever known how to pronounce that properly. No, it's better. Or SLB is much, much, much better. SLB. SLB. Yeah. But I think, David, the idea of changing your name in order to demonstrate how you're no longer the way you were uh, may not, may be a kind of a, a moment in time. I don't necessarily think that that's the people at home are going to say, oh, yeah, man, they really, now they're really in, involved with climate change. Because you know why? In the end, there's still fossil fuel, and you can't lose that. But you certainly can be better at it. Mm-hmm. And I know President Biden is not going to say, you know what, I don't care what, what, what they call it. You know why? Why? Because he doesn't know it is. They have, come on, they have a Celsius energy business that reduces the carbon footprint of buildings oh, by Celsius making them energy, energy that's, accessible. That's a, that's a PepsiCo drink. They also right. have Genvia, a clean hydrogen technology company. That's real. Look, I don't, they're brilliant scientists. I told you I got rejected from them. 
so I don't mind. That's right, last week you learned. Carl, not holding against him that they rejected me. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC real-time exchange. And the big board midstream operator, Kinetic, transferring to the NYSE from the NASDAQ. And at the NASDAQ Retail Opportunity Investments, a shopping center reach. Kind of brings us um, maybe to Williams-Sonoma, Jim, as Jeffries goes to sell. More concerns about consumer spending, as you were saying earlier. I thought that was a vicious and unnecessary downgrade. Now, I know that a lot of people feel that that is a work from home. A lot of people feel that Laura Albert's not delivering. That's completely, completely wrong. A lot of people feel that Williams-Sonoma is the poster child for what not to own. I think what a lot of people look at is the charts bid, because that is an amazing company. Uh, and they've got a buyback. They've got a lot of capital. And I think that you're selling Laura, Laura Alber, who is CEO, was here last week. At these prices, David, is fancy. Don't sell. Not down here. No. Don't sell Williams-Sonoma. You're selling West Elm, which is doing incredibly well. You're selling a company that is very much in tune with what millennials and Gen Xers want. And I don't think you're early when you're selling it when it's cut in half. A lot of the, the semiconductor companies are cut in half. People still want to cut, cut them in half again. But I think this company is a very good company. And it's time to be thinking about buying it, not selling there are it. There some of the semis you just referred to that have had their market caps, including, of course, NVIDIA there, uh, cut in half. But you're not as enthusiastic on them as you are on Williamson. No, no, I mean, President Biden's heard of them. That's not SLB. President Biden, I think that they're uniquely afraid. I mean this, Carl. If you look at the new... Uh, coded stuff they're, they're doing for video games. I think that the president and his people actually worried that these are so sophisticated that they can be turned in to something. They can weaponize these. Now, I believe Jensen Wong, the, the ones that they're sending are, are really not weaponizable. But when you look at the party Congress this weekend, I mean, I think these guys want to weaponize anything. And so look out for Intel, which has got downgraded by somebody someone's still recommending Intel. It's, I happen to like AMD very much. I happen to like, uh, really like NVIDIA, but I think that you're, you're against the government here. Yeah, well, certainly casinos are getting roped in this morning, some of our biggest laggards. Anything, anything connected to China at all, right. they're just blasting it. Um, here's some uh, stats for the Hang Seng. Uh, there are only six occasions over the last 20 years, since 2002, uh, when the index's daily returns were worse than today's. Wow. And that is, as you see, down 6 point, almost 4%. Um, five out of six times the index rebounded the next day, though, up an average of 8.4%. Oh, so people come on today and buy. So you got that look going like Jesus. We've already talked about the performance of Alibaba, for example, which is just getting crushed right now, down uh, 12%. Right. Um, the, the one time and still continued leader in e-commerce activity in the country. Uh, look. With a number of other look, important businesses. Let's say they cloud. were, if they were not communist country, I would say buy. I think that what they don't realize, this weekend, the communists solidified their hold. Uh, the people who might have been reformers seem to be uh, expunged. And yet we're supposed to just pretend and say, listen, look at the cash flow. I, I, or the, the government could take that away in a nanosecond. But there are those who believe the government has already cracked down to a certain extent on technology companies, suffered the consequences. There have been significant slowdowns in the economy, not just from the COVID lockdowns, but from those crackdowns, so to speak. And they actually have pulled back a bit from that. Well, I just think that 
you're depending upon a country that could put a tax on wealth. It, there's so many things they could do to make it so that uh, rich people have to be punished now that the people who the reformers are gone. He's, well, he's not as focused on the elites, others would say, as, I mean, as his predecessor, Hu Jintao, was, for example, when there was a lot more corruption. In right. fact, he's focused on the hundreds of millions of people who are still living in poverty in that country. Look, I mean, they have, I always hate to say it, they've done a remarkable job. 400 million people taken out of, out of poverty. I think that's terrific. I think the American people and the Chinese people have tremendous regard for each other. But I think the leaders are uh, out of whack. I, I, when my father worked for the Chinese, I mean, it couldn't have been more. I mean, it's like that's anecdotal, obviously. But everybody who worked for the Chinese here. Uh, particularly the elderly, just respect and loved, yeah. which well, is what's a shame about this. And she knows the U.S. well, too. You know, he, he spent time just, in Iowa as a kid. Yeah, it's just such a shame. There's so much commonality between these two countries. It is just such a shame. Does it make you wonder how they're viewing Tesla uh, yes. as either friend or foe? Well, again, one of our laggards this morning. Yeah, well, I just think that people got one of the reasons why people liked initially, David, Alphabet was it didn't have any China. Maybe that comes back. We don't talk about Alphabet anymore. It's a pretty big company. It is, and they no, they have virtually no exposure to China. They've been out of there for quite some time. Uh, but different than I mean, I haven't looked this morning at Starbucks or Nike or Apple. Well, it, it, because don't look. It's my answer. Don't. Well, look. Apple's not really down very much. No, but Starbucks. Um, uh, Starbucks by trust owns. And, you know, just, look, Starbucks man, mantra. I almost said mantra like I'm really Philadelphia Philly. They call me Bryce there. Uh, sorry, but, okay. but but Starbucks is made in China for China. Howard Schultz established that. It's not going to change. And made in China for China is something that they want. So I'm not abandoning Starbucks at all because of what's happening. I, look, Tesla, maybe the sales just aren't that good. I don't know. But the sales for Starbucks in China are very good. And you still have to wait a long time whenever they open a new store. Um, I, I'm not selling it. Well, Do you have the pumpkin latte? I have And if Elon Musk does need to sell more stock, it's unclear that he hasn't sold, that he's done. We just don't know exactly. But if he does, it's not, not a great time to be doing it with Tesla to, to finish up well, uh, the funding for, uh, for Twitter. Although, from what I hear, the banks are all, they're ready but, to go. But how about all these Fully ready to go. Like, but, if yes, say today, they're ready. But didn't you, you, you reported last week that they were going around offering a chance to be in. Well, there so, were, there are, any, right, there were a lot of institutions. I believe there were a few, yes, that were trying to raise money, uh, equity, as I said, furiously, uh, to supplement the equity check. Uh, remember, he's got $7 billion roughly coming from a group of investors. Right. He's got 24 of his own billion, most of which has already been spoken for through sales of Tesla, but there is a, a bit of a delta that we don't know how big it is. Some well, are es we're estimating it could be as much as five, others saying maybe it's only a billion or two. Again, this separate fundraising effort that I referenced could have raised some money for it as well, so we'll see. But what we do have uh, know with a, a good deal of confidence, and you can see the stock is up another 2% today off of that significant decline on Friday on national security concerns. At this point, it, it, it's it's going to be closing on Friday, if not sooner. I mean, Why? that's always a you never know. They could say, "All right, we're done on revenues, Thursday." Revenues have been really not great at all for Twitter for the last five no. years. No, actually, ever since Noto left, Noto, Noto was doing a good job. He's at SoFi now. We have a lot of people from SoFi on. You should enjoy our last days of talking about it as a public company, though, because well, we're not going okay, to talk about it anymore. Okay, but let me. Can I finish my thought? Yes, yeah, sure. 
Um, I think that if you really believe that the revenues are going to be as bad under Musk as they have been, I think you haven't seen what Musk has done. I think I'm going with it's private, obviously, uh, and you can't get a piece of it if we're just regular people. But I think I think Twitter is going to be really amazingly great. Under him. I think it's going it's to be interesting. I mean, a change. few moments ago, Elon Musk replied to Squawkbox's tweet with Gary Kasparov using words that I we can't say on television. Really? Yeah. Are they at each other? Um, you know, the, the national security focus uh, last week, we've gotten more sort of background on it. It does seem to be the U.S. is much more focused on his role in the war in Ukraine and Starlink, right. which has such an uh, important influence there. He's not getting paid for providing this Internet coverage, essentially. Went to the Pentagon at one point, asked to be paid. Unclear why they wouldn't. It's not like they don't pay. We don't pay all the defense contractors to provide weapons for that uh, that war. But um, he has a lot of influence, and it does seem as though the national security concerns are focused on that, not on his ownership okay. of Twitter. Well, look, I just se. I look forward to the way it. I, it, it, it maybe it can somehow you can restore growth with new initiatives. Uh, it's not that great to advertise on. I'll tell you that much. It is unless you do branded advertising. It is. Like, I always felt, how could you not have a zip code product where you can just say, listen, free beer Tuesday? Uh, it's going to be amazing. By the way, the anniversary of the IPO is coming up in just a few weeks. Remember that day? Uh, I think it's the 7th at 26. Oh, my right. God. With, uh, we had Dick Costello here and uh, Jack and everybody. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Sir Patrick Stewart was on that day. I'm I remember right. speaking to Jack when Square came ones. public. And Jack, Jack was like, he had the receipts of who used the Square. You know, I, I saw him oh, right Dorsey. over there. Yeah, no, I remember. No, I saw him right over there, and he was like some, completely some, normal, cool guy. When are we going to have another big, high-profile IPO? I mean, I, obviously, we talked earlier about Alibaba. I can remember the Uber IPO. I can stick with Travis. They wouldn't let him on the <laughs> keep him away. have to wait for Instacart. We right? only have a few that Instacart's are. Instacart's not coming. Look, 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 Etsy is a winner. Spotify we had, yeah. Um, Etsy, I would, I would argue we got to go uh, next door, but DoorDash might so be a Spotify winner. Spotify was a. Was and Airbnb a, was is the winner what? of this direct year. Listing? Yeah, it was direct listing. Airbnb is the winner of this year. Of this year. Yeah. It is. Brian Chesky stock. Have you seen the stock? Airbnb? No. Show. Let me see it. What's Let's happening? See. If we can pull, pull up a chart of Airbnb. There it is. No, not that one. Jeez, that looks awful. I don't know. Can we do it? <laughs> not that one? Yeah. January. Tony, you're looking at 20 years. The one of your dreams? Um, what, the, no, no. The one that you no, imagine? Uh, just the one since the last four days, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about AT&T? Uh, oh, my. Adding another 3% today. Uh, Truist upgraded on Friday. And today it's Ray J, Jim, strong by 24. They're t- look, they're taking it to Verizon hands down. It's not even an issue. Are you ever going to laugh at that? I'm listening to uh, misinformation coming into my ear. So uh, Their point is that AT&T will outperform yeah. VZ right. over the yeah. next few months at I, least. They're going to kill VZ now. I still think T-Mobile is the winner. And now I'm reading Musk's tweets. Do you want to know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm not <laughs> listening to you? Yeah, because I hear they're not. They're scatological, okay. right? Uh, I'm, I'm going to find out. They're I scatological. Carl said they couldn't be read on air. I, 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 you can repeat it. I don't know if I can. Um, the other one we didn't get to, oh Jim, was uh, Wells on FedEx. Uh, cutting to equal weight, uh, and yet stock's not responding to the downside on that one. You know, I read that piece, and it's like, are you kidding? I mean, the guy came on here and cut it, cut it to sell. <laughs> the CEO cut it to sell. He's finally catching up. I mean, come on. Well, how are they? 
they're, they're not good. I, I don't know why you go after Kasparov and call Kasparov him. Kasparov is kind of a hero. An idiot. Look, he's yeah. kind of a hero. FedEx is barely moved. Elon Musk is a wild card. That's why the U.S. government's a little uncomfortable I, with him having so I much wish. I'm telling influence you, in the theater of war. It, when I met a lot of people this weekend, all of them said the same thing. Please don't go to your mentions call. Yeah. I think that somehow Musk is going to make it so that there's a reason that you want to connect with people. He's right going to make it a nicer, kinder, gentler place based no, on his no, own actions no, on he's Twitter? Gonna, no, he's going to AI. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. Ah, we, none of us do. We're going we're gonna to have to wait. But as we go to break, let's take a look at the bond report this morning. As we said, uh, just flash PMIs in a couple of minutes here. Uh, got yields actually reversing to the upside. Dow holding on to a 275-point game. Welcome back to Squawk in the Street. Rick Santelli here live at CME HQ with the first breaking news of the week. S&P Global PMIs, the manufacturing PMI. Now, these are October preliminaries, so in two weeks, two and a half weeks, we will get the final reads. The manufacturing at 49.9, expected to be above 50. This is the lightest level going back to 49.8, all the way back to June of 2020. On the service side, 46.6, also a big miss. That's the lightest level since just August when it was at 43.7, and that was the lightest since May of 2020. And finally, the last of the trio, the composite, 47.3, adding to the trifecta of misses here. Uh, It was supposed to be closer to 49 in the rearview mirror, 49.5. 47.3 is the lowest level since August when it was 44.6, which was the lightest level since May when it was at 37. So the S&P Global PMIs miss, and of course we see that yields, well, they're falling a bit, especially in the intermediate part of the curve. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. Well, the market definitely liked that weak data. Uh, again, uh, PMI is coming in uh, under expectations on the manufacturing side, service, and composite, Jim. Here's some a- of- memo. I mean, ammo to be quiet. If they're winning, which I think they can win, you know, speaking of the Fed, then David, they can just say, listen, we're going to do one more, do, do three quarters. And then we're starting to see weaker data. We don't want to see two week data. So now we're going to hold off. Because this would influence the election heavily, I think, if they say, look, we're not done. Why don't you just elect the whole Senate? Well, that said, uh, so many of the, I mean, the, the impact of those. Of whatever they do, it's not going to really... You really think it would have an impact when there's a week to go to the midterms? Yes, because I think there are people in a lot of different districts who are trying to figure out whether they're going to have recession. And if they come out and say, listen, we do not care if there's a recession, we are going for it, that's I, big. I, I don't think most voters even know who the Fed chair is, let alone have any idea what their policy is. They only know that they're paying a lot more for things at the supermarket. And that's not going to change in a week. Well, but Okay, so you're paying a lot more for the supermarket and you may lose your job. That gets out. It's true, but again, that's not well, going to happen prior for, to the election. I just don't see. Okay, well, let's say the market plummets because because they say, listen, we're we're not done, and we will tighten into recession. You don't think that there'll be uh, politicians who will say, not only are you are, are is that things are much too expensive, but you are going to lose your job. Don't you think that that's a very persuasive take on the U.S. economy if you're a Republican? Maybe. I, again, I, like I think Ross, the timing is. I go, you know, I mean, I, my so there's a lot of voting already taking place. I mean, now. I just don't see it. I, I don't know. I just that part I don't see. Do you think Dr. Oz orders a 
steak cheese. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to A-Rod for calling me out this weekend. I, what did he, he say? He said that I got to go with my friend Jim Cramer. I got to take the Phillies. Oh, very nice. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. We did. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, the, the you had, a, you had a lot to do with it. You really did. <laughs> you sound like my wife. I always say we. You and Bryce. Yeah, we. They call me Bryce. They called me Chase before. Um, we, you know, I always say that to my wife. I say, we look really good this weekend. She goes, like, you look the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not far from session highs this morning. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Uh, we're in a bit of an uptrend right now. The S&P, oh, about 6% off of the lows. That's when we saw October 12th was the lows. The VIX is trending downward. It's flattish today around 30. Uh, and the two years behaving, uh, we're down a little bit uh, from where we were a few days ago. So that's a key. Rather defensive tone, though. If you take a look, the leaders at the open, two to one, advancing the declining stocks. But it was uh, consumer staples. Healthcare was sort of the leadership group. Uh, we saw the uh, risk-on, risk-off stuff, uh, semis weaker, metals weaker, ARC. Those are your risk-on, risk-off stuff uh, uh, to the downside. So a defensive tone here. I do notice so a bunch of new highs are energy stocks here, including Schlumberger, now to be called SLB, just like APA now. We're going to single uh, individual letter names here. But uh, energy's new highs here. Exxon's new high, Hess new high, ConocoPhillips also uh, at a uh, new 52-week high. So this is arguably the most important week uh, for earnings uh, overall. Alphabet, Microsoft, Meta, Apple, Amazon, all reporting this week. I think the key to understanding this so far, uh, these technology names, if you put up the tech stocks here, uh, is to understand where they're going, what the earnings trend has been for these uh, technology stocks so far. So we have seen these numbers come down here. If you put up the uh, tech names here, Estimates for the big cap tech names have been coming down since the end of June. So if you look, for example, uh, Microsoft's estimates have been declined 8% since the end of June. Apple, 2%. Uh, Alphabet, 10 percent. Meta and uh, Amazon have seen significant declines in their estimates. Look at that, down 30 and 40 percent. Uh, and, of course, Meta's down here today uh, on, the, on, on the, that downgrade. It's the important thing is uh, the stocks have already reflected some of these big moves to the downside, and the estimates have already been cut. The other thing that's very important is the, the estimates for the overall growth sectors, the technology and communication services, are reflecting these declines. So these are already, these estimates and these sectors are already in negative territory. So if you look at technology and communication services, they've already well into negative territory so far this year, down 3% and down 15%. There's down 3% for technology, down in the fourth quarter as well. Communication services, which is where uh, a lot of the big tech names are, are also down double digits, 15 and 11 percent, uh, if you take a look at communication services. So the other thing I would emphasize is the earnings are lower, but thanks to the, the profits of energy companies, we're still in positive territory. So yes, if you take out energy stocks, we are down for the S&P 500. But if you own the S&P, you're profiting from the energy uh, boost that we have been seeing overall. So third quarter up 3% for the S&P 500 still, and fourth quarter, still up 4%. They're still up. This earnings recession everyone is anticipating, where suddenly we're gonna be down 20%, uh, isn't materializing, at least not yet. Finally, just look at the earnings so far. We have been beating. 75% are beating. Uh, they're beating by about 5%. And guys, this is about the historic average we had. The last four quarters, it's been a little higher, but we are not entering any kind of dramatic earnings decline or apocalypse, at least not now. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob. We'll see you in a bit. Uh, Bob Pisani this morning. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. See, there was a report last week that was so good and nobody cared at all, which was CSX. 
they had a monster quarter, but they do have a new CEO, uh, Hindrich. I mean, you might know him from Ford, uh, but he was actually questioned many times in the quarter, like, what are you doing here? Like, why should you be the CEO? I, it was very disrespectful, I felt, uh, given that the man's done quite a good job. Uh, but they have something that nobody, that really the other guys don't have gone, maybe Norfolk Southern. But they, coal is booming. Uh, and people have to remember, now that gas has been down, it's very, very low today. But export coal, because Europe screwed up. And the, uh, everybody needs coal. China needs coal. So, it, they've, uh, by the way, automotive could be getting better. CSX was appreciably better than Union Pacific. So stop lumping them in together and start showing Joe some respect. Don't, I mean, to ask, you know, like to have a conversation, it's, David, the, I mean, it's like Aaron Rodgers. It's like, why should you be quarterback? Now, Aaron Rodgers had a bad season. But why, why should you be quarterback? Tom Brady. Well, no, actually, why should, <laughs> Stop. Why should he be quarterback? Aaron Rodgers has no wide receivers. What do you mean? He, does, he does so. Dub. This guy Dub, and I'm going to cut him. He gave me zero. He gave me zero. On my bench, I had 90 points. R- rough weekend for Brady Rodgers and Wilson, even though he didn't play. Well, you got to be younger to play good quarterback. I, I tell you, Burrow is really strong. Although, R. Wilson, thankfully the Jets won, but he didn't look so good either, R. Wilson. Jets are a good team. Giants are a good team. Well coached. Both teams are well coached. Thank you. And what about tonight, Jim? Really quick. Uh, I have the Jets tonight. <laughs> no, um, I am the, we're going to make a call on the dollar. It's going to just blow people away. Blow people away? Yeah. All right. Like and it. by the way, can I just say, at a certain point, meta, all right, reflects a lot of bad. Does not respect the possibility of a $100 billion valuation, 10 times sales for WhatsApp. Doesn't rep Instagram if it has any growth at all. And I personally like Meta, and I say that everybody in the end is going to want to have a presence in it. But it is early, and you are not paying a lot of money for being early. We're going to talk about it all day today, I'm sure. We'll see you tonight, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. 6 p.m. Eastern time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.